This is Body Talk, where we explore your inner universe. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Body Talk. It's me, your host, structural integrator, author, fascia specialist, David Lasondek with the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, Center for Integrative Medicine. Yeah, it's a mouthful. Hey, I hope everybody had a good week. Uh, working on a special edition of the pod this week because uh, it was a big, big week for manual therapy. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you heard, but maybe not all of you heard about the Nobel Prize, the 2021 Nobel Prize for Medicine and Physiology. It went to two people this year, both of whom are involved in proprioception and interoception. I want to focus on Ardem Pataputian, who is a researcher out in California, originally from Armenia. He's now a U.S. citizen. And by the way, he still thinks that the U.S. is the best place in the world to study science. And um, he discovered, he and his team discovered uh, piezo one and piezo two. First of all, piezo is from the Greek. It means pressure. He was looking for what are the molecules of touch? How do we register and respond uh, to pressure? And these discoveries, this didn't just happen this year. Uh, this has been ongoing research over a number of years. And uh, I've been looking at uh, a lot of his data and reading uh, some of his interviews and such. And there'll be some links in the show notes to uh, a couple of things that I think are really important. But the piezo-1 and piezo-2 are specialized protein molecules embedded in the membranes of some cells. And it enable them to transmit signals in response to touch or pressure. Now, some of his research involved Golgi tendon organs. Some of his research also involved muscle spindle cells. There is nothing I could find that involved any of the other proprioceptive nerve endings like Ruffini's, um, Pacini's type 4 nerve endings. Didn't see anything about that. As I've been looking at the research, I've been trying to figure out exactly how this fits into the more somatic world uh, in terms of the various massage and bodywork therapies, uh, using tools like balls and rollers, uh, stress transfer mediums, and so on. Obviously, we're activating some of this piezo-1 and piezo-2. Now, what I haven't been able to ascertain is exactly how integrins fit into this and, uh, and how these different stretch receptors that we know work in this scheme of piezo-1 and piezo-2 because it's being referred to as a molecule. It's also being referred to as a sensor. It all involves mechanotransduction and uh, it all involves proprioception, which Professor Pataputian, which by the way, is so much fun to say, Pataputian, Pataputian, but he's Armenian, he's not French. I've been trying to untangle this in my mind and see how this fits into what we already know about cell and cell receptors from, uh, from fascia science. And I don't have any clear answers yet. I have a couple of emails into Professor Pataputi, and I'm trying to get him here as a guest on Body Talk. I'm really hoping we can make that happen. But as you can imagine, he's getting lots and lots and lots of requests. He does think that proprioception is your most important and neglected 
sense because it's the one that's the hardest to turn off. You can close your eyes. You can plug your nose. You can plug your ears. Just about every sense you can stop except the sense of proprioception. So in his mind, it's the most important and the most taken for granted. And it's like, that's somebody that I really want to talk to. The important takeaway from this for me is that proprioception is in the news and everywhere I look, the P word is happening in every article that I see about Professor Boutiputien winning the Nobel Prize. Now, so why is all this important? Well, um, let me read a little bit here from Professor Boutiputien. Piezo two plays a big role in interoception, bladder fullness, stomach fullness. Every time you breathe, piezo channels are monitoring how much your lungs are inflating. Uh, ion channels have something to do with sensing the blood pressure in your vessels. And it may have a lot to do with chronic pain and allodynia is that you may have a deficit of piezo two. And I think we've all met people who are incredibly touch sensitive. The tissue is telling our palpation skills one thing, but the response that the person is having uh, does not jibe with, uh, with our manual therapies. So I'm very, very excited about this research. I want to understand better how it interfaces with uh, our understanding of fascia, fascia science and the nervous system. And I'm really hoping we have Dr. Patiputian on, sorry, Professor Patiputian on very soon. Body Talk will return after the break. Now, here's something else that you may have missed. Uh, in all the fuss with the Nobel Prize. But uh, Lindsay Brunel, and she is from the, let me find it here. Uh, yes, the Biologically Inspired Engineering Department at Harvard University. And um, anyway, there was a study that came out that mechanotherapies, yes, new word here, mechanotherapies can improve healing. So what they did was they found that when muscles are mechanically loaded, uh, it clears out neutrophils, uh, which are a type of immune system cell, uh, from severely injured muscle tissue. Now, the thing is, when you're injured, you need those neutrophils, but also if they're there too long, they can prolong the inflammatory state. So it, again, it's about that balance. And they made a very clear connection between mechanical stimulation and immune function in the muscle cells. They did it in a systematic and reproducible way. Uh, the research is being published in Science Translational Medicine. I don't have my hands on that yet. Um, and how they did this was they actually developed a soft robot it's called soft robotics. Yeah, it's a thing to deliver consistent and tunable compressive forces to the leg muscles of mice so that they could measure it. They could get the dose right and they could see what in fact is going on. So I'm a little worried now that robots are going to replace us too. I thought as a manual therapist, man, I got job security for the rest of my life. Maybe not. Uh, they did both treated and untreated muscles. Uh, for uh, 14 days, uh, they gave it this robotic uh, massage treatment, if you will. 
while both displayed a reduction in the amount of damaged muscle fibers, the reduction was more pronounced and the cross-sectional area of the fibers larger in the treated muscle. Uh, and here's something curious too that leaps out at me. The greater the force applied during treatment, the stronger the injured muscles became, confirming that mechanotherapy improves muscle recovery after injury. Neutrophil secreted factors stimulate muscle cell multiplication, but the prolonged presence of neutrophils impairs the cell's ability to form new muscle fibers. And I have reached out to the lab to see if they'd like to be a guest here on Body Talk. And uh, I got I got a response back and we're working on it. Okay, something new here and something a little more personal. Um, actually, I've got it in my mouth right now. I should probably take it out because it does, it does make me do this a little bit. Uh, but those of you who remember James Nestor was on the program quite a while ago. And I know a lot of you probably read his book, Breath, and he talks about the pod. So yes, the podcaster got a pod last week, which stands for Preventative Oral Device. And it is a custom fit laboratory fabricated interoral mandibular splint. And it's designed to help you from clenching grinding and bruxism. And uh, it also has the added benefit of opening your airway a little bit more and uh, allowing more proper nasal breathing when sleeping. So I've had the suspicion that I needed to try one of these and my dentist is awesome. And he had not heard of the pod and um, decided that uh, I would be part of his continuing education. And we worked together to get me one of these here things. Um, and we'll have a link to them in the show notes, of course. And I just big shout out to my dentist, Lou Corrado. He's just completely awesome. And anyway, um, it's really comfortable. It's molded to fit my rear molars on the bottom. So I stick it on my back teeth. Just like that. Just like that. Uh, I do it at night. And what it does is, um, and it's probably involving piezo one and piezo two, because it's like putting on a glove. One, once I get used to it, it's like it's not even there. So it's very comfortable. I don't feel like I'm not worried about swallowing it. Uh, there's a little uh, arc uh, that goes under the tongue very comfortably so that it sits on both sides of the teeth. And one side is higher than the other. Because the deal here is when we clench our teeth or when we grind our teeth, that is a stress response. And we know that that is more likely to engage uh, muscle tension. Fibroblast development could increase some uh, fibrotic uh, situation uh, in the jaw could uh, definitely change the hyaluronin content in the jaw. And again, it also opens the air passages. So one side is higher than the other because when we chew, we don't chew on both sides of our mouth at the same time. Though I did meet a guy once. Anyway, we tend to chew more on one side than the other. That generates a parasympathetic response. So when we grind our teeth, when we clench our jaw, that creates a sympathetic response. 
So what this does is at night, you bite down and it's hitting higher on one side than the other. And your body's like, oh, I'm just chewing food. I'm going to stay mellow. I'm going to be parasympathetic. And I got to tell you, it's been three nights. So hardly a good, robust study yet. But I have slept better. I have woken up. I'm woke. I'm woken up, waking up. I've arisen. I've arisen feeling better in the morning than I have for a very, very long time. So, so far, I got to say, I am a big fan of the pod, the personal, sorry, the preventative oral device. I just see this as all fitting into something uh, really, really cool. So that's that's it for the podcast today. It's just a special, special update uh, on science. And um, also I want to mention the International Consortium on Manual Therapies is having their first webinar on Saturday, October the 30th. Uh, starts at 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern Daylight Time. And it's going to be two hours long. You really want to check this out. Uh, what we have done, uh, myself, a group of structural integrators, massage therapists, physical therapists, osteopaths, and chiropractors, is we have been trying to quantify and qualify what we do with our hands, how we do it, and what the science actually says. We're trying to foster more collaboration and more cooperation within our fields to improve the outcomes of the people that we serve. And, you know, that's always the bottom line for me. But the other really important aspect of the ICMT project is that we work with basic science as well, to better quantify and to create better research for the manual therapy field. Uh, we've been working on this for over a year and a half now. Uh, it'll be close to two years, over two years next May when we have our in-person conference, but we're going to take two hours on the 30th of October to unpack what we've done so far, leave some time for your questions and so on. And uh, the link will be in the show notes. It's icmtconference.org, uh, but it'll be in the show notes too. There is no charge for the webinar. So I really hope to virtually see some of our Body Talk listeners there at that. And remember, if you want to support the podcast, I really would greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com backslash body talk radio. You know, I used to be in public radio and fundraising was always hard. Um, you know, getting there and saying, hi, imagine if you turned your radio on and this station that you love that I'm talking to you on wasn't there. That's what will happen without your support. That always seemed a little punitive to me, uh, but it's amazing how the stick works as opposed to the carrot. The carrot, of course, is to keep the podcast going because this does take time and effort. So if you'd like to support the pod, patreon.com backslash body talk radio. Also, if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, I'm pretty findable on social media. And you can also write me directly at bodytalkdavid at gmail.com. 
bodytalkradio.com. Got some great shows coming up soon on Body Talk. We're going to have James Earls on talking about his new book, Understanding the Foot. I'm going to be talking to one of my ICMT buddies on low back pain, uh, Leonid Bailam on the unreasonable effectiveness of soft touch therapies. And uh, another one I'm really excited about, science writer Rachel E. Gross, who had a rather interesting article a couple of weeks ago in the New York Times about how most female anatomy is named after dudes or named by dudes, and maybe we need to rethink that. So she's pretty provocative. We're going to unpack that here on Body Talk in November. Lots of good stuff coming your way. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for your continued support. Please leave a review or a rating wherever fine podcasts are found. And this is David Lasondak saying, take care of yourself because you're the only you you have. I'll see you next week on the show where we explore your inner universe, Body Talk. <laughs>